0: Greetings, adventurers. Before we begin today's tale, we'd like to talk about our sponsor for a service that is both useful and important. We speak, of course, of NordVPN. NordVPN is a virtual private network application, basically a magic item with infinite counterspell scrolls that can work against the scrying factions of the interwebs and various protective charms that keep your virtual communication pigeons and messages safe. In a technical sense, it establishes a secure connection to a remote server in the astral plane and allows you to access so much more content from across the world and greater multiverse.
1: We set up our podcasting business while we still lived in the U.S., but after moving to Germany, we saw several problems arise we hadn't expected. Some of the things we needed on a daily basis are region-locked to the U.S., like our banking. So we started using a VPN to securely log onto the banking website until we could talk to our bank about the issue. After two hours talking with them, their grand solution was exactly what we had figured out, NordVPN.
0: But NordVPN isn't only a stoic bodyguard, it also has a fun side. Did you know that a large variety of entertainment is region-locked, like your old DVDs? What's a DVD? Let's not make us feel old and instead explain that while you're logged into NordVPN, you can stream television shows as if you were in a different country. I mean, realm state. So you might have access to an entirely new lineup of great entertainment from services you're already paying for and subscribed to. NordVPN even unlocked a menagerie of new German horror content we'd never even heard of and are delighted to be enjoying every week.
1: To get the best discount for your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash darkdice. Our link also gives listeners four extra months on a two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you've been thinking about using a VPN or are looking for a newer and safer way to utilize the content you're already paying for,
0: or really paranoid that the silent one is secretly reading your emails,
2: give
1: NordVPN a try. Hey everyone, this is K.A. Stats, the writer of Liberty, Fast Horizon, and The White Vault. A while ago, my husband and I had the idea to play D&D with our friends, the cast of The White Vault. And so far, it has been an absolute blast. <laughs> so today, I'm here to tell you a piece of the story. To reveal the origins of my gaming persona, the suffering bulwark and dwarven paladin, Sister Caverns Cavernsfall. Now, many years ago deep beneath the jagged peaks of a distant mountain, sprawled the large dwarven hold of Faxi Foss. It was there that a bustling dwarven home perched precariously on the edge of a cavern's deepest drop, and there the family, Cavernsfall, resided. Though their home looked ready to plummet into the waiting depths at any moment, the cheerful family inside, all stonemasons themselves, trusted the family home and its every stone. It was there that Savrite grew up with her large family, zircon, alexandrite, peridot, onyx, jasper, opal, jade, beryl, and spinel, being just her siblings alone. Though they were jovial and well cared for, there was little to look forward to in life. They were born of a stonemason caste, and so they were destined for a stonemason's life. Savorite was most apt amongst her siblings, learning everything she could from her mother and father's many years of masonry. At a young age, while still an apprentice, she was assigned to aid in the restoration of Moradin's temple in Faxifos. Impressed with her work, the religious council of Faxifoss sent her to her next task, aiding in the construction of Faxiphos's most ambitious religious construct, the Grand Temple of Ilmater. Through years of toil and sweat, Savorites stacked the pillars of the cathedral, constructed the arcs of soaring towers carved statues of suffering, and chiseled the iconography that changed her life forever. Even as the walls of the temple rose, the suffering people poured in. She watched the refugees, victims, and asylum seekers of the nearby lands walk barefooted into the cold stone depths of Vaxifos. There, she saw priests and priestesses taking up the suffering of others and opening doors to a realm of possibilities for her life to come. As construction came to an end, she took up the mantle of Ilmater, becoming a sufferer and a sister. She knew her strengths and requested to be sent to all new temples to aid in their swift and sturdy construction and to spread the enlightenment. As so, she traveled to the human town of Pillars Mine and set about the construction of a new temple. It was there, while tending to the wounds of miners injured by a cave-dwelling beast, that she took up her hammer not for striking stone, but bone. She delved the mine and slew the hooked horror, and found within the mine's depths a small caged bird. The bird spoke to her, praising her for slaying the horror, but as Sister Savarite drew closer, she saw it was not some caged canary, but a delicate construction of metal and bone. It told her its name was Olsbriggy, and Savarite took the bird with her out of the darkness of the caves. As the years of construction passed, Sister Savarite's faith flourished. When the construction and pillar's mine came to an end, she gave her first-ever public sermon, and afterwards bid farewell to journey to the next site, the distant and cold village of Ilmiter's Hope in the Bright Vale. She began her trips in high spirits, a travelling paladin and hand of Ilmiter's word, but was soon to find that Ilmiter's hope was not all that she anticipated. She had expected a village of devoted sufferers but instead found a dying village steeped in dark shadows and blackened streets. Within months of the construction's commencement, the site had been sabotaged and vandalized, and the sufferers, led by Sister Savarite and the village's mayor, set about a patrol to protect their work. One morning, pinned to the door of Sister Savarite's meager shanty, she discovered a threat. She was warned to cease the construction and renounce the words of the foolish, pained god, or, as it so vaguely stated, there would be consequences." That night, she consulted her secret small friend, Olsbriggy, who through his magics spoke to her of something terrible to come, a great quiet that would darken the hearts of Ilmiter's Hope. In the days to come, she was ever watchful, but as one dark night overtook the town, the children of Ilmiter's Hope disappeared into the darkness beyond the twisting woods, and Sister Severite was close behind them.